Welcome to Get a Trash episode 246. Robot and Frank, my name is Eric. I'm Jason. How's it going? Morning. Do not molest me. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Do not molest me further. <laughs> it is morning, sort of. It's daylight. It's yeah, it's still daylight. This is rare for us. Yeah. A, uh, a, an afternoon record, and, uh, and a, on a Monday afternoon, nonetheless. Right. Yeah, you, you had the day off. Eric had the day off, so he called me up at noon and told me to start sobering up. <laughs> <laughs> but we were going to do an early one. Zero energy. No energy. None whatsoever. I, I should have brought my deep throat energy drink over. Did I tell you about that? What? When I when I left Mavericks, we had a there was a customer who came in and he's like, "Well, I wanted to give you something." Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if the listener. I, I don't know. Probably not. And this gentleman used to. I don't know what he does for a living now, but he used to be an adult film. Uh, distributor. Oh, okay. And, uh, he stocked, like, the video store that was a few doors down from Mavericks. And he gave me a, uh, energy drink that he and another guy, like, actually went into business to manufacture. And I guess it didn't do that well. I guess it did okay. Uh-huh. But it, but it didn't become, like, monster or anything. Right, right. But it was called Deep Throat Energy huh. Drink. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why that did not catch on. I said it keeps you up all night. That's, that was their slogan. Uh-huh. And a picture of a, a lady on it. Hmm. It wasn't uh, yeah, I would Linda Loveless. I, would, uh, I wouldn't even get a drink from the same case that that would be in. <laughs> like the same cooler in the... Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. I may go out of my way to find a convenience store that didn't stock it. I was actually thinking just about... Just to avoid it. Well, I don't think anybody stocks it. Oh, well, that's good. But I do have a can, and I was thinking about putting it on eBay. Seeing if, <laughs> see if I could get a few bucks out of it. That's how desperate you are in these times. <laughs> That's right. right. These, uh, well, but then I drink this morning. I was going to put it on eBay, but I drink it to sober up oh, so we okay, could do the day show. Because yeah, yeah. right. I was just, I was, like, I, I woke up on my lawn chair in the backyard like I usually do on a Monday morning <laughs> with uh, cans of uh, Miller High Life just thrown about me. And uh, I was like, well, I got to do something. I got to so face the world. Doogie moved out and you assumed his role. <laughs> That's right. Just uh, copious amounts of drinking and sleeping outside. I have, but I have a lawn chair instead of a, a bivouac. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford one. I can't afford one. Because no. they're unemployed. Those things are expensive. Right? You have to get them online from, like, camping stores. and Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Awesome. Yeah. So where, where are you at? Why aren't you at work today? Uh, did you quit your job, too? I did High not. Five. I did not. No. 
I was fired. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What the hell just happened there? Oh, I reached for my uh, soda, my water. I'm not okay. Robot and Frank. <laughs> yeah, Robot and Frank. This movie that we just watched mm-hmm. moments ago. Moments. Oh yeah, we yeah. just concluded the the film. Yes. The credits would probably still be rolling if you hadn't fast forward. Fast forward. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robot and Frank. Robot and Frank. It's about a robot and a guy named Frank. Yep. The end. Yeah, it's not one of those titles like Streetcar Named Desire, and you're like, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the damn streetcar? Right. I I would assume that it's a talking streetcar that has a name. Or or Cool Hand Luke. I thought it was going to be like a James Bond villain where, like, his hand is icy and he would grab people's hearts and, like, they would just die and, like, with a horrible look on their face. I don't know that I would get that from that uh, title. Right. Yeah. What would you th- think of Cool Hand um, I would... Uh, like, he's a, like he makes ice cream? No, like I don't actually uh, visualize any sort of uh, superpower thing going oh, on. Oh, okay. Uh, I would assume it's a movie about, uh, you know, uh, a guy who is uh, like a... Like a sneaky thief who is uh, just a hit with all the ladies, uh, sort of, sort of like a James Bond, but like a bad guy version of James Bond. <laughs> oh, so you know you're thinking of Cat Burglar Larry? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a different film entirely. Yes. <laughs> they were both by the same author, based on right. you know, the same <laughs> series of novels. So that's probably why. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. yeah. But no, this one was Robot and Frank. Yeah. And Frank Langella played Frank. That's true. And uh, Robot played Robot. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody got confused during the filming. <laughs> they almost, almost named the robot Frank. Yeah, but they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was crazy. Yeah, like they would be calling, you know, like, Frank, can you get in here and go over these lines? And they would both just, like, bunch up in the doorway and just, <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> 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 I forget how to do one of these. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we just kind of do this only. We don't talk about the movie at all. Oh, okay. We've already started, so Sweet. if we fucked it up, we might as well just keep talking about the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it's kind of a, I would say, maybe a, a heartwarming tale about a aging uh, cat burglar. Uh, <clears throat> heartwarming. Well, he starts off kind of curmudgeonly, and towards the end, he's, he's, you know, he's, he kind of takes a liking to the young robot. I still don't, would not call this heartwarming. Really? Not at all. No. <laughs> um, no, not a, not one bit. It's got heartwarming elements. No. I mean, it's not like a Disney movie by it's any got means. Maybe a heartwarming element. Yeah. It's not. A heartwarming movie. It's got some heartbreaking elements, too. It's a heartbreaking movie. Yeah. It's a heartbreaking movie. Excuse me. This was not an easy movie for me to sit through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of made me sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... But it was pretty good, right? I, I liked it. Yeah. I can't say I enjoyed it. Right. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I enjoyed the comedy aspects of the movie, of which there are many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty well done. This is a comedy, drama, sci-fi movie. Heist movie. Comedy, drama, sci-fi, heist movie. Right, but kind of pared down. <laughs> like, like it's almost, you know... Oh, yeah, each of those elements is, is you know, just a, sort of a... A really yeah, thin layer, minimal. right? Yeah. yeah, a thin layer of each, yeah. Yeah. like a teaspoon if you were cooking, not a sure. tablespoon. Right? Yeah, mm. you don't want to, one thing to overpower the. No, uh-uh. the garlic. Right, right. You don't want your house guests to say that your food was too garlicky. Right. Yeah, just like you don't want your movie watchers to be like, "This robot and Frank was too robotty." Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps there was maybe a little too much. Robot. There was a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> He was in a good majority of that movie. Well, he did have first billing. Oh, also true. It wasn't Frank and Robot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I liked this film. It is a very good film. It is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what we were talking about. Like, uh, this dude's, you know... He's, he, he's like living alone and right. his son's worried about him, so he gets him a robot to help take care of him. And then, like, this kind of the backstory starts unfolding where you find out uh, uh, that Frank, before he retired, used to be a burglar, like yeah. a jewel thief. And then, so. Second story man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. I'd never heard that term before. Really? Se- second story man? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not paying attention enough. <laughs> Probably not, because we've watched a lot of, like, thievy movies. Yeah. Uh, I think I know it mostly from comics. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't read Criminal and any of that stuff. No, so. I'm like, uh, you know, like... Uh, Plastic Man? That and, like, old Flash comics. There, there used to be a lot of uh, Second Story Man in really? the books. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I just assumed that... Like, I think a lot of the rogues, like Flash's rogues gallery. Right. Like, like they all started out as Second Story Man. Oh, see, whenever I heard that, I thought that meant, like, they're going to be in the, set, the backup feature of the comic. <laughs> like, they're just... That was Announcing usually a Green Lantern comic. Yeah. <laughs> or an elongated man. Or, uh, or, or I'm thinking of the Hostess ads, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Either way. I missed out. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't... Should we spoil much about, like... Because, I mean, that's kind of the gist of it, right? Yeah, it's pretty much it. Like, I mean, he, he's kind of dealing with the fact that he doesn't want to have this robot around, he doesn't want to admit that he needs a helper. Right. But on the other end, he, like... He is an older gentleman, and, and uh, they don't explicitly come out and say, but uh, uh, he has Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, also, not another easy thing for me to sit through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having dealt with that uh, personally. Right. Yeah, not, not fun. Uh... Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he, he's forgetful, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, uh, like a lot of Alzheimer's patients, they, they remember things from the past, you know, and, like, astonishing clarity. Yeah. And the thing that he remembers uh, is uh, how to be a thief. Yeah, yeah. It was probably, like, in his happier moments. Right, you know? right. And, and, and all, I can't remember if we mentioned this, but he does live alone. Right. So... He kind of needs somebody there, so the robot like fills the void. Right. And uh. Well, yeah, his son, you know, is uh, played by uh, Jason Marsden. Uh, you know, uh, he he wants to help out his dad, but at the same time, you know, he's also 
incredibly inconvenienced. Right. And he lives far away. Lives far away. He visits him uh, every week. Right. Uh, and you know, just felt uh, that uh, you know he needed to be there for his own family and you know not you know, do this all the time. So, right. Yeah. He gets him this robot. Yeah. Because it's like in the near future, as right, it says right. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like I always hate that when it, whenever you're watching the movie, it says in the near future, but in this one, it kind of like everything it, is like similar enough, but just yeah. Logical advances in right. technology. Yeah, like it. Like this is the first time I've ever seen that announced at the beginning of the picture. Right. I call them pictures. That uh, <laughs> that actually <You're> an old man. <laughs> but it actually makes sense. Like it says in the near future, and like it. Yeah, like like you said, it's like it feels like it's right around the corner. Right. From, yeah. But it's it's not too crazy. But there there are some right. some interesting technology advances. And like uh, he he gets phone calls from his daughter who's traveling around the world and she pops up on the TV, uh, but even then like the the signal's not great. Right. And, you know, yeah. Like it loses its connection just in the middle of a conversation. I love that. Yeah. I, that that is that is unfortunately how technology yeah. seems to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Awful. Right. It's not like Star Trek <laughs> right. where everything's like Earl Grey hot and it's yeah. there. Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> fuck it up. You're gonna get an orange chamomile tea. Right. It's gonna be lukewarm. Right. Cool and lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> I did like. Uh, they only showed one the entire movie, but uh, the uh, the the smart car. Oh uh, yeah. Drove uh, by like uh, it was very early on. Uh, Frank is walking down the road, and this car passes him, and it's like one of those you know smart cars. Which whenever I see one, I just want to fucking tackle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could probably destroy one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you could. But uh, the one that they have in the movie is, like, even smaller and more compact. Right, it's, like, thin. Yeah, it's basically a motorcycle with a shell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Frank gives it a look like, ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I see one uh, over at, uh, across the street at the uh, the grocery store occasionally, and I just want to run over there and tackle it and, like, move it into, like, the next parking spot. You should just pick it up and put it in the back of somebody's pickup truck. <laughs> sure, it's possible. <laughs> Oh man! So I'm not too familiar with Frank Langella. I know I've seen him in other movies, but can you enlighten me? Where have I seen him? Uh, you may have seen him, of course, in the 1987-88 uh, family classic, Masters of the Universe. Oh wow! Uh, okay, as Skeletor. Wow! Yeah! <laughs> wow! So he's okay. He's worked with robots before, though. Uh-huh, probably. Yeah. Uh, you've also seen him in uh, Superman Returns as uh, Perry White. Okay. Uh, along with James Marsden, who was also in that film. Mm. In that picture. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm with you. Playing uh, Lois Lane's husband. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you remember the movie Dave with uh, uh, Kevin Klein? Where he was, oh, he's uh, the president? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he uh-huh. was the evil vice president. Uh, see, it's been a I think I saw it in a theater, which is which is weird. That's not that's not a theater going movie, yeah. but we we both we did it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I uh, saw it with my mom. I, you know, yeah, she she enjoys a theater experience, right? Uh, especially twenty some years ago when that came out. Right. Yeah. I, that's back about the last time I enjoyed a theater going <laughs> experience. <laughs> uh, it's definitely back when a theater going experience could be enjoyable. Okay. Instead of just terrible, terrible things. 
They need the robots roaming around the theater, they do. zapping people into other dimensions when uh-huh. they when they don't obey the rules. Uh huh. I'd pay for that. Uh, I certainly would pay more for a ticket for that. Yeah. At least eight fifty. Yeah, as I say, attack another dollar on there. Yeah, they, cool. I, I would pay regular made matinee prices if there were <laughs> Sentinel robots in each aisle of a movie theater. Yeah. That would just uh, you know obliterate another human being for talking on the phone. Right. Being annoying. You'd pay the extra. Uh, I would pay full matinee price. Right, right. Not the five dollar early bird special right, that right. I usually go for. Or the even better deal that you sometimes get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's make it happen. Put put on the next ballot, state legislators. Um, yeah, uh, robots. I'm not sure where we were at. Uh, oh, Frank Langella. You wanted to know uh, the filmography of Frank <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, at least the nerd-related ones, which you properly uh, dispensed. Yeah, I believe he also played Dracula once in the 70s. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, Skeletor is probably what it was, because, um, you know, it was like his voice and his face, like yeah. he's, got a, he's got a familiarity, but I couldn't place it. Yeah. And, uh, and Susan Sarandon, love her. She's awesome. She is fine. Yeah. She's still a nice-looking lady, too. She is. She can be. Yeah. yeah. Never, she has uh, a, a huge uh, a fan of her uh, as far as uh, her, her appearance. Goes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, but she's a fine actress. I certainly don't not enjoy her in things. All right. Oh, I, I've always had a, a love of Susan Sarandon. Uh, I, uh, I saw Barry Bostwick this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, they were both in the Rocky Horror Picture. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was he doing? Uh, just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> did you say, like, did you throw, like, toilet paper at him or anything? No. no I, uh, I'm a respectful human being. Right. And I just like to leave people alone. Wait a minute. If you're a respectful human being, how did you know the name of the movie Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> it's, uh, like a Jaws. It's just in there. <laughs> okay. You know, I've never seen it. I never want to see it. But, uh, you know, I just know about it. All right. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's fun. It's fun. No, I don't imagine it is. Oh, I had uh, much fun watching it. Oh, yeah, I don't imagine I would. Oh, yeah, you, no, no. (laughs) Clearly not. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, Jason Marsden, uh, Cyclops from the X-Men's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is him? Uh Uh-huh. Liv Tyler. Yeah. Betty Ross from The Hulk. What? (laughs) Wow. So who was in the robot suit? Uh, that was a robot they invented. What? They did good. Uh, I'm sure it was probably a very small person. Yeah, just a little, little person, yeah. yeah. But the voice of the robot was Peter Sarsgaard. If you want to go for the nerdy movie Yeah, there, let's do it. He was Hector Hammond in Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who was the sheriff? Was he in any, uh... uh... He did the voice of Batman in one of the DC animated movies. <laughs> Man, superheroes are just taking over. <laughs> They're everywhere. You can't get away from them. Everyone's connected. It's like a Kevin Bacon thing. The superhero thing. Everyone's got, like... Every actor has, like, one degree of superhero. Right. That's <laughs> pretty good, though. Wow. Uh... No, yeah. Jeremy Sisto was the sheriff. Uh, he's been in stuff. Yeah, I like, I like that guy. He's yeah. a... To me, he's a that guy, but when he I is see kind him. of a that guy. But I like him. Yeah. He's a he's a younger that guy. Wow, yeah, he's a younger. Yeah, he's the new generation of that guy. Yeah, because because I mean, when I think whenever we think of that guy, right, it's always like 
someone at least in their 40s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Le- leathery and, like, kind right. of yeah, fat yeah. and, like, they're aging. Yeah. yeah. White hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're Harry Dean Stanton's. Yeah. I mean, he's the king of that guy's because everybody knows that guy's name. Right, yeah. But, but he was the, that guy for a long time. Sure. You know. Uh, sidebar, I just listened to a podcast uh, last week, uh, the uh, Doug Loves Movies podcast, uh-huh. where Harry Dean Stanton was a guest. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Sure. I love Harry Dean Stanton. I know you do. I would listen to him read, you know, the Bible. Mm, he wouldn't do that, I don't think. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> uh, Harry Dean Stanton didn't say any more than 30 words the entire time. Oh, really? And mostly it was, uh, Oh, so he didn't want to be there. I don't know that he won't, didn't want to be there. It's just that he is like 98 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. doesn't know what a podcast is or who all these young folks are. Oh, yeah. He's Frank Langella in this movie. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the hell? And uh, they would ask him about uh, movies that he was in. He didn't remember any of them. Uh, they would ask him just sort of a general question. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's not to like? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you should go uh, download that. <laughs> Doug loves movies. All right. I'll check it out. <laughs> it has been almost 48 hours since I've watched the Harry Dean Stanton movie. So, <laughs> so maybe I should do that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it has been uh, less than 24 hours since I last saw Susan Sarandon in a thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, last night I uh, watched like 10 minutes of uh, Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a classic, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Ridley Scott? Who, no, somebody, somebody big did that. <clears throat> I can't remember. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> Gina Davis. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, I like. I like that. It's a classic. It's a classic. Take your word for it. No, I saw that in the theater too. I did not. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Robot and Frank. Robot and Frank. Robot and Frank. So do you like robots? Would you have a robot? I would have a robot. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean, like, at the beginning of the movie, Frank is pretty sure that it's going to kill him in his sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or at least he's using that as a, like, a argument to keep his son from leaving it there with him. Sure. But uh, I don't think I would ever be afraid of a robot killing me. I would think I would suddenly, like, have a affinity for it, just like I did a toy or a pet, uh-huh. you know? You know? uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd totally be down for a robot companion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Now, would you want one like Frank's Sex robot? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there yet. <laughs> but, but yeah, let's go there. Would okay. you have a sex spot? No. no. No? Really? No. I would. You know, just something on the, <laughs> something on the side, you know? I mean, it's not illegal because, mm, I mean. Yeah, I, I would still... Uh, prefer to try to make a human connection with a lady, right? And right. not a uh, not a programmed uh, sex lady. Well, well, that's why you name it like Sally or something. Mm, no, yeah. <laughs> but what were you going to ask? No, I was going to say, would you like one like Frank's robot or like Mister Darcy? Uh, Frank. Yeah, uh, the Frank robot. Frank had a much better robot. Oh yeah, Mister Darcy sucked. Mister Darcy, <laughs> he looks good with a bow tie on. True, but he sucks. Mr. Darcy is the uh, robot that works at the library that Frank used to go to when I was a real library full of books. Right. <laughs> but yeah, he kinda, he's just kind of like a boring, he's like a Battlestar Galactica giant square robot, you know, uh, like the old school. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, uh, Frank, or not Frank, but uh, Frank's a robot. Uh, while, while a robot, 
uh, and you know, it's pretty much just you know programs and and, and software and, and and you know uh, mechanical bits and boops. Right. Uh, a little bit of a personality. There. Oh yeah. 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 The voice was good. Um, it sort of looks like a little person in a uh, like a motorcycle uniform or something. Sort of. Uh, there is a uh, uh, an actual robot that uh, uh, was being produced for a while. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, a robot would be super expensive. So right. Uh, but but it it does look like the type of robots that they were trying to make oh, as, yeah. as a like a household assistant type. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Then why why did they stop manufacturing the killings? Uh, probably the killings. Yeah, yeah. They, they violated the first directive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm gonna tell you right now that that is the only thing I know about robots is that they have a first directive, <laughs> which is apparently to not kill people. Uh, yeah. Oh, in the, is it in the Isaac Asimov? World? I guess so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which I've never read any of those things or seen any of the movies that would be based on <laughs> Other than Robot and Frank. Other than Robot and Frank, right? Yeah. And maybe RoboCop, because he has some <laughs> prime directives as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Robot Cop. Is that where the word Robo comes from? I Ro- think so. Robot? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> this is news. This is big news. i got to blog about that when I get home. I still got some drinking to do. Maybe I'll blog about it tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Which sidebar? I saw the RoboCop trailer. Have you? No. No. Eh. Okay. I don't watch trailers. Yeah, it could be fun. Not excited. All right. Um, I'll still see it no. eventually. Right. The movie, not the trailer. Right. Okay. <clears throat> I'll probably see it on DVD. Maybe we'll pick it for the show. Maybe. I'll probably see it in the theater. Five dollars, or maybe I'll uh, <laughs> see something else for five dollars, and then. See that one on my way out of the building. You know, you know that might not happen once they get the robot sentinels, because they'll be like, you know, they'll recognize. Oh, your they re- won't check tickets or anything. Like they can, they can like. They're just there radar. to stop people from using their cell phones and behaving like assholes. <laughs> but wouldn't the theater equate, uh, uh, you know, circumventing the monetary gain of of you know you buying a ticket as uh, the behavior of an asshole? No. I'm not bothering anyone. <laughs> You're bothering them. They want to be rich. They don't give a damn. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. They they get paid the same either way. Right. Uh, they, they, they so don't give a damn that they also uh, don't enforce the no talking or self policy. Right, policy. yeah. So, you know, fuck the theater. Right. I know, right? Yeah. That's a shame. I used to love going to the theater. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, though. There needs to be like a an Alamo Draft House or something near here, which uh, which is a theater. Uh, I think uh, they're they're based in Austin, Texas, or something. Like uh-huh. that. And uh, they have a very strict policy about uh, cell phones. Oh yeah? Like, yeah, yeah. Really? What do they do? Uh, they throw you out. Nice. Yeah. Do they have a guy like in the theater the whole time. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, I guess they do keep. A, that would be awesome. I feel like they just had like a. A little chair up, like but, to the left of the th- of the screen, and yeah. a dude sitting there. Unfortunately, though, it is a uh, like a specialized type of theater. They do a lot of uh, revivals and you know art uh, house stuff. And, you know. All right, but you know, not not one of these mega chain, you know, all right? What you call it? Where you can see the blow them up movies. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's what they need. They need yeah. in house security. Oh yeah, 
You know, that'd be great. Like, oh, like disguised as yeah, a, just pay some guy to, you know, watch him yeah. and then keep an eye out. Yeah, if anybody yeah. makes a peep, show him your badge and tell him to get the hell out. I do have something that sort of relates to this that uh, we might talk about here uh, mm-hmm. a right now. In, in a while. Mm-hmm. Once we're done talking about Robot and Frankie. Right. Which we're not really doing that <laughs> no, great of a job no, doing anyway. We've said the title a few times. We have. That's pretty good. People get that there's a robot and a man named Frank. Right. And that we both kind of liked it. It yeah, seems like. Like, like, like. I don't think we ever said. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you said, like you said you liked it. it. Like yeah, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that happens that I definitely don't want to give away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I will say that uh, there, there is a. I wouldn't call him a villain, but uh, the antagonist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the person you're not rooting for. Right. He sucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's what I imagine the hipster movement will be like in the near future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah with those yeah, Gary I Oldman imagine, glasses. Yeah, and... I imagine it's, uh, uh, you know, with, with the advance of uh, technology that that would be exactly like, uh, if Zippy was rich. Oh, <laughs> no, Zippy's better than that guy. Because he's not rich. No, no, his behavior is much better than that guy. That guy because is... Because he's not rich. <laughs> no, no, huh? no, no, like the core of who Zippy is is much, much, much Because cooler. he's not rich. No, no, no. Yeah. Money ruins everyone. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. I disagree. Right, Money's not good, but it doesn't, it doesn't ruin everybody. No. Yeah. It would ruin Zippy. He would be... You yeah. think? Uh-huh. Hey, you never know. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It could ruin us. Oh, yeah, it absolutely It would ruin us. Oh, yeah. Well, good thing that's never going to happen. Nope. We're <laughs> failures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be at work right now. Look at us. <laughs> well, technically, I would be driving home right now. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm off for the day. Well, well, there you go. Just when we were watching that movie. Is, that's, well, that when we, that's when we were losers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. That's fair. Uh, robot? Robot. What? Robot. What? Robot and Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you so you don't want to give anything away. Right. Yeah. But it's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, it's got its finger in the sci-fi pie. Right. But it's not like you don't have to be a sci-fi nut to love this movie. Oh, yeah, like I, like I think my mom would like this movie. Oh, probably. You know, and she doesn't like like you know your mom has a pretty <clears throat> vast like Broad plethora thirsty. of yeah. My mom's more like, you know, Cary Grant movies and right. stuff like that. But I'd say this is a little bit like a like a Cary Grant movie with a robot. Yeah. Well, why not? Why not? Yeah, I would say that even my dad might enjoy this movie. Yeah. 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 Maybe not. Yeah. Of the, uh, Alzheimer's thing. Because mm. uh, he was a guy who drove every Sunday to South Bend, Indiana, which is about a five, six hour drive to go visit his dad who was suffering from Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. So that, that would probably hit maybe yeah. closer to home for him. Right. He would enjoy it. Yeah, the parallels would be. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he wouldn't enjoy it. Right. And also there's a robot. He doesn't like robots. He'd, he'd probably just say his fucking cartoons. cartoons, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was a good cartoon, though. It I, was like, I like that good cartoon. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. You want to 
Talk about your other thing that you're talking about? I don't know anything else. Oh, oh, oh I, w- I did want to talk about this other character in the movie. Frank's daughter. <laughs> she was awesome. She was such a perfect example of... Spoiled? When hippies go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, spoiled hippie. Spoiled hippie, yeah. yeah. She was like out there traveling in the world, and she's against, uh, you know... Robot slavery. Robot slavery, and... Uh, <laughs> But but it's not it's not like she wants to free the robot. She just doesn't think like they should be used or whatever. Right, right. And uh, so when she gets there, she's she's like all about turning that dang robot off, and yeah. and then she ends up misusing the robot, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. It's just it's like good social commentary on being too far to the left. Right, and, right. And she's also you know uh, you know it's established you know that she's like traveling around the world and, and doing all this like. You know, like missionary type work, yeah. Or, you know, charity work, whatever. You know, human, humanitarian. Oh, there you go. You know. That's. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like she's also kind of like just a terrible adult, right? You know, yeah. Like she, she can't really cook or anything like that, and then he doesn't. You know, she, uh, you know, doesn't want to clean or anything like that either. Right. You know, so yeah, she just wants to be a hippie. Yeah, she yeah. just wants to do her thing. Right. Just, just be a free flower. And why not? Yeah. Why not? There's robots that can take care of the other stuff. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah. We get all the major characters. We get the douchebaggy guy. Yeah. The, um, yeah, there's some great characters in this movie. Oh, yeah. And there's only like six of them, so you don't get confused if exactly. you're a dummy. Yeah. And we know you're a dummy if you've made it this far into the show. <laughs> so, you're a dummy if you just downloaded it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. And like you mentioned, you know, when you picked it last week, I mentioned uh, this was actually a movie on my very short list of future movie picks. So, yeah. so I was excited and um, I'm glad it glad it worked out. That we, yeah. Plus now I still get to pick a movie. Yeah. I mean, not, not today, but... No. You pick but I, get, I do. Yeah. yeah. I've got one in mind. Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> but, so, uh, yeah, so real quick then, before we take a break, I'll mm-hmm. tell... Quick story, uh, you know, leading into our next segment as well. Oh. Uh, I went to Indianapolis for the weekend. Um, that's why you're off today. That's why I'm off today. I took the last couple of days off. Uh, and I saw multiple times something that I have never seen before in my life. Barry Bostwick? <laughs> One of them was Barry Bostwick. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, particularly, uh, like, like, near the heart of Indianapolis. Uh, you know, there'd be like a lot of construction, you know, on the highways and, and whatnot. Um, and we were talking about how, you know, the movie theater should just hire a guy to just sit in the theater. Right. Uh, apparently that's sort of what they're doing with cops and the state highway patrol in Indianapolis. Oh, well, how so? Uh, because I saw a ton of people get pulled over by just regular cars. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. No sirens? Uh, they had lights and they had sirens, but otherwise there was like no marking, no police. Oh marking. yeah, okay. There was like a Ford and then like a Ford Focus and then like a a pickup truck. Yeah, you know, wow. just regular cars. Oh, that's scary. Yep, just in disguise. Wow. Yep. Were, were they parked in the median though, like a policeman usually is? Or? I wouldn't see them like you know where they would come from but mm. i would just see them you know having pulled somebody over right okay and so it would be just a guy you know pulled over and then there's like you know a, a mustang wow you know, uh, just like a red car that's scary you know, with lights flashing 
I, I know I've seen uh, like a black car before that had no police markings, but yeah. it had the, the lights and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's uh, becoming more prevalent. It could be. I don't like it. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to speed right by the, those cars and uh-huh. then you slow down when you see the police cars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I did on my way back coming into Ohio, mm-hmm. where we have normal, more normal, no- clearly marked state highway patrol right. vehicles sitting in the median like they should be. And then when you see them, you just slow down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's scary. Yeah. That's hor- that is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Sweet. So, yeah, I'm going to take a break. All right. And we'll talk about other stuff. Sure. Like the creepy things that you showed me earlier. <laughs> My balls.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, I was like, was that from the movie? No. Okay. I am tired. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> you've had a busy weekend. I have had a busy weekend. Uh, but before we get into me, mm. what have you done? <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, what, what, what day is it? What day is it? Today is Monday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I've been drawing like a motherfucker. Nice. I'm, uh, I finished my... Like the villain from Kick-Ass 2? Yeah, I've been drawing just like that guy. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've aped his style perfectly. <laughs> no, I finished, uh, I finished a comic. Uh, it was like a 28-page comic I started working on. Is it a Brian John Mitchell comic? No, no, this is oh, like, okay. an, this, this is a big boy. Pages. This is a big boy comic. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, the Brian John Mitchell comic I did finish and he printed it up. Right. But I finished my own and, uh, maybe I, I'll try to coerce you into helping me scan it at some point. But, sure, uh, sure. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, it would have to be in an evening or a weekend because some of us do have jobs. I, to go and, to. The, and, and I can't say enough how stupid that is. I just want to go on record. <laughs> Everybody should quit. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. They ain't lying. But the weather's fine. Come on over. <laughs> but, uh, other than that, yeah, I've been, I've been just working on, uh, I've been, uh, like I've had a graphic novel in mind for a while, and I've scaled it down and like took out the parts I don't want, and I've started writing and thumbnailing out the other parts, and I'm really excited about it. Awesome. So, so yeah, I think. So I think, like in about a month or so, you have it done. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try Maybe to you'll get a job. No. Yeah, as soon as I finish this graphic novel, I will get a job. It's a it's my it's a six thousand page, uh, <laughs> and I'm drawing it on like. Uh, um, 18 by 24 feet uh, pages, okay. so I can shrink, shrink it down using, for high quality. Uh, Jim Wildering's giant pen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna borrow his pen. Uh, <laughs> I, I should be able to. The amount of money I had to give him for that piece of artwork. Holy shit! But anyway, <laughs> it's it's weird. Like I've noticed since I've I've stopped having an income, how when I think about the amount of money certain things cost, or that personally I've spent on certain endeavors, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> So yeah, a lot of things have changed in perspective in my mind. Yeah, understandable. It's it's like if you travel uh, into the future and like gas is suddenly like you know fifty dollars a gallon. Right. You know, it's like that's how I'm like looking back at everything and like <laughs> it's like what? It's way more expensive than it should be. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Right. Oh, I watched a. Uh, uh, we were talking about Harry Carrie. <laughs> no, well, I watched Alien, of course, okay. but I always do. But I watched uh, an Alfred Hitchcock movie with um, that starred Cary Grant in it. Okay. And I'd never seen it before. It's called Suspicion. Okay. And I gotta go on record saying worst Alfred Hitchcock movie I have ever seen. You must have not have ever seen The Trouble with Harry. No, I have not. Yeah. There not. we go. Yeah. Is it bad? <laughs> It's pretty terrible. <laughs> this one was awful. This this one had, like, if I cut all the parts I liked into it, it might be, like, a 15-minute movie. Huh. But other than that, it was, it was like, annoying. Okay. Yeah. It was it was bad. I've actually never heard of that one. It's Cary Grant and uh, Joan something. Jet. Joan Jett. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I knew it was one of the runaways, but I couldn't remember which one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to eventually see every Hitchcock movie, but 
Like that one, if anybody else is doing that, should be further down on your list than it was on mine. Right. So. Uh, or, you know, you got it out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. And like last week I watched 39 Steps, mm-hmm. and that was really good. I like that. Didn't he remake that himself as well? Oh, did he? I don't or know. Maybe it was the man who knew too much. Oh, I don't know. There was a movie, one of his movies, he like made back in the 30s, and then he remade in the 50s, I believe. Wow. I, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. If the man who knew too much was here right now, he could probably tell us. <clears throat> probably. Because he knows so much. Right. Yeah. One might say too much. I've heard that about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, The Trouble with Harry, I think that's the name of it. It's uh, a comedy. Okay. And yeah. There's a reason that he is not the master of comedy. <laughs> That's what they always say about him, though. <laughs> no, like, like it's great because all of his stuff has comedy, right. but it's just like a light touch uh-huh. of comedy. Yeah. And then, like, I think Suspicion had a little bit too much comedy as well. Okay. So, yeah. so I'll, I know exactly where you're coming from. It's like he's like, well, why not do this? And you're like, no, no. Be funny whenever. You're on Alfred Hitchcock Presents and you introduce stuff. That's right, when you're yeah. funny, not when you're making your movies. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, this is uh, basically, I would describe it as sort of a, uh, uh, if an episode of Three's Company had a murder in it. I want to see this now. <laughs> <laughs> is it Larry killing the uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Finally. No, somebody would kill Larry, I think. If there was a murder on Drew's company, yeah. it would be that guy. The Trouble with Larry. The Trouble with Larry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies, uh, you went to a horror convention. I did. I went to Indianapolis on Friday to attend a Horror Hound Indianapolis. Yeah. Horror Hound Weekend Indianapolis. And you did that in Cincinnati before, right? Yes, uh, back in March. Okay. Yeah. So you're uh, on the horror circuit, as they say. I am, I am now on the circuit, wow. I think, officially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. I, I even had people ask me a couple times if, uh, you know, how many of these have I done, you know, and uh, I just had to say the one, but, you know. Right. Oh, you did two, right? Didn't you do the other one? No, well, I mean, this is, you know, the second one that I've done. Oh, 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 oh I see what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying this was your first one. No, no, yeah. Hmm, Okay. Yeah, and uh, once again, it was paired up with uh, our friend and our man on the street, Kurt Dins. Yeah, yeah. good old Kurt. Good old Kurt Dins. Uh, traveled from Chicago to Indianapolis. I traveled from here to Indianapolis, and uh, we met there and uh, did a show together for for three days. How was that? It was fun. Yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Uh, we, we we had a or, well I can't speak for him, I had an enjoyable time. Yeah. yeah. Did you bring stuff to sell this time? I I always bring stuff. to sell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't see your stuff last time. I saw your stuff. I didn't see your stuff this time. What? Your prints and things like that. Yeah, it's the same stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, last time I saw you preparing it all. This right, time, yeah. this time I was not privy to any of the preparations. Because it was already prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to warm it up in the microwave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just add water. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good thing about your artwork. You just add water and then you get a piece of artwork on the wall. I love that. Uh, no, I did. Uh, I was. I wanted to have something new for the show, but I just ran out of time. And mm-hmm. 
was not able. People mm. just want so much from me. I know. People asking you to scan stuff. And, right, yeah. Oh, annoying bastards. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, yeah, I just had the, uh, the exact same stuff, uh, that I sold at, uh, the Cincinnati show, uh, which, uh, the listener may recall, uh, did not go well for me. Yeah, at the Cincinnati show. At the Cincinnati show, I did not do good at all. Right. Uh, the only, the only money that I made there that weekend was because our friend Matt Brassfield was also there, and, uh... Bought like three sketches and then forced his friends to buy a couple sketches as well. Oh, that's good. So, of him. so he, uh, Matt Brassfield, was my source of income at Horror <laughs> and, uh, Cincinnati, and uh, he was not going to be there at Indianapolis, uh, despite the fact that Juliet told me that they were going. Oh, mm-hmm. so what happened? Where did uh, he go? It was his birthday Sunday. I know that for sure. Yeah, uh, but uh, they just had stuff to do. I yeah. guess, so. Hmm. So they were not there, and so I was uh, doubly worried that I wouldn't be able to like scam money out of Matt Brassfield. Right, and, yeah. And that, uh, you know, coming off of uh, selling almost nothing at uh, the previous show, I pretty much expected to do the same here. Yeah? Yeah. I did yeah. pretty well this week. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, a lot better than I thought I might. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. I uh, sold quite a bit of prints, uh, a lot of a lot of do- a lot of the Doctor Who prints, wow, uh, and, and some of the Super Fiends prints. That's cool. Uh, I'm down to just four of the Super Fiends, uh, two of the black and white, two of the color. Wow, that's great. I did not bring my uh, Lon Chaney prints because eh, fuck those. <laughs> oh, I love I love I love the color one, right. the red one. <clears throat> But yeah, I sold some prints and I sold some sketches. That's cool. I saw a couple of your sketches on, yeah, yeah. on the internet. On the, I posted uh, what, two. <clears throat> yeah. Mouth of Madness and uh, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, those were requests from friends. So those were, well, I had them out available for sale. They were not specifically drawn and sold to people. Right, right. Which is what I wanted to be doing there. Right. Uh, and, you know, like, I got there Friday, and, you know, I was tired from the drive and, you know, all that, because uh, I drove, because I left here Friday afternoon, and I drove out there to my brother's house where I was staying, uh, and then drove from there to the convention, uh, which started at, like, 5, so, okay, you know, I was a little tired, a little, a little tuckered out, right? and uh, I did not, uh, I went to bed at uh, 5 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, I went to bed at 5 a.m. on Friday. Friday morning, right. Yeah. And uh, got up at like 11 okay. to, to go to the show. Yeah. So I couldn't, you know, I sat down and, you know, with, with Kurt and we were at our table. And, uh, you know, our, our neighbors uh, that first day were, were not great. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I remember you had not great neighbors last time. No, the neighbors were fine last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wasn't there somebody like throwing stuff or knocking walls around? Oh, that was the people behind us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, the guy behind us this time, he just had a massive display, and so it was pretty much just taking up pretty much all of our table room. Right. Uh, but the people directly next to us uh, on Friday had a video presentation that they let run the entire time, 
And so we were just listening to really annoying ambient noises for the yeah. entire time. <laughs> At least it was ambient, right? The, the ambient, uh, i.e. annoying, yeah, okay. irritating, frustrating. <laughs> uh, Those are my favorite kind of songs. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, they were nice people, you know, and, and uh, Saturday and Sunday, like, you know, like, they played their video, but, like, they were just playing their video, and they didn't have it on just an irritating loop or anything. Right, like right. Uh, so, so it was, it was easier to deal with, you know, than, like, you know, just Friday all day, like, right in my, my right ear, <laughs> I just kept hearing this fucking noise the entire time. So I was kind of out of it, and I went to uh, went to Facebook and put out a uh, you know hey Facebook friends you know request sketches that I can you know just draw while I'm sitting here not doing a damn thing right yeah because <clears throat> Friday I sold a jack and a shit oh wow both things yes both things wow uh, not not a good uh, not a good start right to the show but it's only like what four hours on Friday or something uh, yeah it was like from five to ten yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, didn't sell a thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was doing sketches for for people for my Facebook people who, who requested stuff, and that's where Sam Neil from In the Mouth of Madness and uh, well, the request was just uh, anything that Sam Neil had ever been in. <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, Matt Brassfield uh, requested Grapple Monster. <clears throat> and then I had a couple of other requests, and I, I did those as well, and I will be putting them up on my blog uh, yeah. probably throughout this next week. Sweet. Uh, so so that was Friday. Uh, you know, you know, hung out with Kurt for you know at the show. We we parted ways. Uh, I got to the show like at around three thirty ish, four four maybe, uh, a little before four. And uh, there was no parking at the uh, hotel or the conference center where, where it was at. Uh, I wound up having to park like uh, half a mile down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so and then, you know, carry my laptop and my two boxes and, you know, uh, you know in the uh, sweltering heat that sucks. of a Friday afternoon. Uh, I need one of those wheeled carts. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a few people who have them. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, like, I have stuff, but, you know, not a, not a ton of stuff that would right. necessitate a wheeled cart. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, what I should do is, uh, because Kurt actually has, like, a big piece of rolling luggage. Oh, yeah. And then he puts all his stuff in there. Like, I should maybe think about investing in something like that. Right. Yeah. If I continue to do this kind of thing. Uh... So yeah, so I parked uh, a long way away from the uh, place, so I, I was determined Saturday, Saturday morning I was going to get there early, because uh, they opened the, the room for vendors at like an hour before the show, so it was going to be like 9 o'clock or so. Right. So I was like, alright, I'm going to get there before 8. Wow. And uh, so I got there, and uh, well, so... So I was staying with my brother. Yeah, he lives near there, right? He, yeah, yeah, about yeah, 30 minutes north of uh, where the show was. Um, both my brothers live in Indianapolis, but uh, yeah, uh, so I, I picked the one I thought would be most convenient to, to stay with. Right. That, that I wouldn't be disrupting their lives, you know, the most, and that, you know, they wouldn't, you know, wonder why I'm not there the majority of the time that I'm there. <laughs> right. Uh... 
So, you know, my, this brother, you know, he said, sure, I've got a, he, he has a futon and a, and a loft, uh, you know, in his house. Uh, the loft is in, like, his office area. That's cool. And uh, I was like, yeah, that'll work. You know, I'm just, you know, I just need some place to sleep. You right. Know, as long as I've got a mattress and a pillow, I'm good. Yeah. So, uh, so I got to his house Friday night, like, around 11 or so. Uh, well, when I first showed up, Three two thirty three. Uh, my sister in law was there and she was like, You clean the house and she let me in and I just dropped off my stuff and I went back out. Uh, so I got there Friday night and uh, you know, I, I you know, uh, my I, I didn't know where to park because uh, I pulled into their street and my sister in law was in the driveway, like, getting stuff from her car. So you want to block her in? I didn't, didn't want to block her in. I asked her where to park because, you know, they also have two grown kids who also live with them in the house. Right. Uh, you know, they each have their own vehicles, and, you know, my brother has, uh, you know, a giant truck. <laughs> right. And so I was like, I don't know where to park. Uh, but I, they told me to park in the driveway. I said, it's fine because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably leave there at, like, 6.30 in the morning before anyone gets up. Right. Uh, but so, like, sister-in-law told me where to park, and so I did, and she went inside as I was gathering up all my stuff, and, uh, I walked inside, and my sister-in-law, like, disappeared, hmm. and it's not that big a house, all right. and then my brother was sitting on the couch watching a Western, shirtless and drinking. <laughs> nice. That's what I was doing this morning. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. And, uh, and, like, my niece and my nephew aren't home. My niece went away for the weekend, so she wasn't there at all. Uh, so I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm just tired. I'm going to go crash. So I, I went up to the, the loft area, and my brother went to bed, and it was weird. Because uh, <laughs> nobody was talking. Right, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I got ready to sleep, and I laid down. And, like, it's a futon. Like made of metal <laughs> with like a really, really thin mattress and just a flimsy pillow. Right. And it was rough, you know, and just being in a weird house, walking into that weird situation <laughs> right. you know, on a weird bed. Yeah. It just it, it was not conducive to sleep. Right. You're not relaxed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and plus, you know, you get to that point sometimes where you're just too exhausted to even sleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was at that point. So I got a fitful sleep. Uh, but eventually I did sleep until around three in the morning when, you know, how sometimes you can just tell when a light goes on. Right. Yeah. So a light went on, like in the house, and I woke up and then I heard stomping around. And I looked at my phone, it was like, you know, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, and, like, I just guessed it was my nephew coming home from whatever he was doing. Right. Uh, and then he proceeded to take a shower at 3 in the morning. Oh. For what seemed like an hour. Oh. Man, he was, did he kill a guy? <laughs> I don't know. He was covered in blood. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then I did notice this uh, the rest of the time and then through the weekend, and my nephew loves to be in the bathroom doing stuff. Really? Because he... How old is he? He's 24, 25. So that's a few years older than when I loved to be in the bathroom. Right, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think it was uh, what you're speaking of. <laughs> he was just perping for right. bed. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. He's a metrosexual. Not really. No? Even, but, no. you know, yeah, he, he was just hmm. in and out of that bathroom. Weird. And then uh, squeaky doors and... <laughs> You know, clomping on uh, the uh, the the wood floor in the kitchen, and huh. you know, uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was tough to sleep uh, that first night. Uh, so, and then I slept some more, and then at like six, somebody else got up and was clomping around in the uh, kitchen, and like I looked at the my my phone, and like I had my alarm set for like six thirty. And I was like, yeah, just, I guess I'm going to stay awake. Right. Yeah. Because you know, I, I wanted to go to the grocery store to get some supplies for the show because I didn't want to pay, you know, $17 for a hot dog. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll get you. Yeah. So I did that. Uh, so I was super tired Saturday, too. But, uh, you know, I got to the show at like 7.30 Saturday morning and uh, parked like Three parking spots away from the door. Nice. Nice. Uh, and there was a restaurant nearby, so I just went there for breakfast. You know, killed some time, and then you know, the show opened at 9. I went in and set up, and Kurt eventually showed up. And, uh, uh, and then the day went from there, and it was a good day. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I didn't really... I, <laughs> at one point, like, early on, like, around noon, I was like, I really got to go to the bathroom. And I left the table, and I think it took me about 20 minutes to make it to the bathroom and then back. Wow. Uh, just trying to fight through the crowd. Right. Uh, just everybody in line to see, like, Danielle Harris and Robert Englund was the big one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and so, like, I got back to the table eventually, and I was like, I'm not leaving again. <laughs> that's why you get the pee jar. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Norman Reedus has a PGR, I've heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, he was not there at this show. No. Uh, which I couldn't imagine what the situation would have been like had he been there. Right. Because it was nuts enough for the Robert Englund thing. And, like, I guess the past couple of horror rounds have, have been kind of clusterfucks. So I guess they're learning a little bit each time. Right. Uh, yeah, the one you went in Cincinnati was, like, crazy busy, right? Uh, super busy. Like, four-hour waits in line yeah, for, yeah. for people. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, I got there at, like, you know, 7.30 the previous morning, and then, like, you know, there were people already lined up to to try to get a ticket to see Robert England. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, yeah, I mean, I sold... Some some prints and uh, and then I did uh, like like I actually sold uh, like like you know, somebody commissioned sketches for me. Sweet, you know, a couple times, uh, and and then on top of that, I had repeat business. What? Yeah, from strangers. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, the, this one kid came up. Uh, he was uh, cosplaying as a zombie. Yeah. Uh, he wanted me to take a picture of him and turn him in, like make him look like his zombie character. That's cool. And, uh, he was like, "Yeah, I bought uh, like the Jack Skellington sketch uh, that you did at uh, Cincinnati." Wow, like, awesome! Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and then this girl uh, came up and uh, she was asking about sketches, and then you know, and it, it, it's a little weird there with Kurt because we're doing the same stuff. Oh right, right. And it's like you know who 
takes this one. Yeah. And he charges a little more than I do, but his is also a lot cleaner and more professional looking than mine are, because mm-hmm. uh, I just do sketches. And right. He does, like, you know, like they're almost full illustrations. Yeah. Right. And, you know, he's also pretty good. He's and, pretty uh, good. Yeah. Des- deserves uh, whatever money he can get for That's that. That's right. Uh, me, I, I feel I'm pretty bad, and I'm just trying to make a bargain. <laughs> You're like the odd lots, and he's the J.C. Penney's. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or big lots. I think there's no more odd lots. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, you, you go to Kurt if you want something uh, you know, that looks nice and is is uh, well made, and you uh, oh. go to big lots if uh, you just want to try your luck. <laughs> You're like, hey, this one wasn't made right, but it's cheap. <laughs> No, I kid. You guys are both awesome. Uh, so this girl came up and she asked uh, if we would draw this character from Sleepaway Camp. And I was like, oh, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I mean, this is why I have a smartphone so that I can look up, you know, photo reference. And so she was like, oh, let me, you know, show you. you know, so she started getting on her phone to look for it. And then, like, halfway through her search, she was like, wait a minute. Can you, like draw an animal and make it, you know, like, you know, like a zombie or something. I I could, I guess. Like, like, you know, so she looks or something else and she showed me a picture of a cat and said, could you like, you know, make this into like a zombie cat? (laughs) And I was like, sure. You know, and, uh, uh, and then so I was like, you know, it'd be like about an hour or so. And then, you know, I was like, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be back, and she paid me, and uh, you know, then, but you know, I'm not good at drawing animals, uh, especially uh, specific animals, <laughs> right? Uh, <clears throat> but and then as she left, or as she was leaving, she was like, and, and like I want you to make it like gross and like a zombie thing, but you know, I also kind of want you to retain like the cuteness. Oh, wow. like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So, like, you know, I found, you know, the the cat to draw, like, on my phone right. and, you know, used it as reference. And it's apparently this cat called Lil Bub. Lil Bub. Yeah. And uh, I guess he, he's from Indiana, so she, <laughs> she was, like, excited about that. And, uh, oh, it's so, not her cat. No, it's not her cat. Like, like it's it's a it's an internet famous cat, okay. apparently. Like the grumpy cat. Like the grumpy cat. Uh, in fact, I even said, oh, so Grumpy Cat has competition now? <laughs> and she, like, started going on about how, like, it's actually, like, this cat was, like, super sick or something like that, but, like, it's become, like, this thing, huh. and, like, it gets to travel around, and it's actually healthy for the cat to be doing that, because it, like, you know, helps him, like, you know, like, with some of his deficiencies or something like that. Huh. But it's this fucking adorable cat wow. that, uh, apparently, I learned later, does not have any teeth. Oh, wow. Uh, but, like, you know, the picture that, like, you know, I saw was, like, it's just, like, this tiny little brown tiger-striped cat with, like, like paws, and, like, its tongue is just always sticking out, and it was, like, <laughs> sitting with, like, its paws, like, you know, like, like its hands clasped together. Oh. It was fucking adorable. Right. And I turned it into a zombie. <laughs> and just had flies floating around it and just gore coming off of it and just sure. missing an eye. But, like, it was, like, a two-faced situation. Uh, uh, okay. Where, like, you know, I, like, I even, you know, I verified it with Kurt. I covered up half of it. He was like, that's adorable. You know, covered up the other half. That's horrible. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's great. So the girl came back and she was like, "That's hilarious." And, uh, so she she approved. She approved. Uh, and so she she said thanks and then walked away. And then uh, and then even though I made the promise earlier to not leave the table again, I had to go to the bathroom. Hmm. I drink a lot of water. Oh, okay. So I was heading to the restroom, and I saw that same girl on the way. She's like, seriously, like I love that. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna get a grumpy cat one to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> so like when I got back to my table, she came back around. And she's like, yeah, you know, like, and I was doing something else at the time, so I, I couldn't do it for her that day. She's just like, well, I'm gonna be here all day tomorrow, so I'm, uh, we'll, we'll do it then. I was like, okay. Well, she's like, yeah, I want grumpy cat, but like as some sort of monster, just you know, whatever you want. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's awesome. So then Sunday morning, I got there again. I got there early so that he had a good parking spot. And again, three spots away from the door. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and but like I was there super early, so I was just sitting around waiting. And I guess she was a volunteer there. Yeah, okay. Uh, for for the convention, and she saw me. She was like, "I got my money ready." She was like, "I'm ready to draw." <laughs> And so when uh, I set up the show, I actually started sketching it out. And then she came by like a couple hours later and she was like, I already got a sketch. And she was like, awesome. And like, I showed it to her. She's like, that's great. So she hey. gave me the money and I, and I finished drawing the uh, the grumpy cat uh, as a monster. <laughs> yeah, what kind of monster? Uh, just like a Lovecraftian type <laughs> of uh, tentacle winged <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you got to show it to Kathleen. Or, uh, you'll post uh, it. I've uh, already posted those on uh, my Facebook page, uh, so she she has seen them. Okay. Yeah. She loves the Grumpy Cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> they're both fucking adorable. Right. Little Bub and Grumpy Cat. That's cool. I want to see those. Yeah. yeah. See those. That's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, I sold some sketches. I sold prints. I, I did well. I did very That's well. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And so, at one point, and this is, I know... The question that uh, you're wanting to ask that, that I'm going to go ahead and answer for you. Uh, How big is Robert England's penis? It is massive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there was, uh, yeah, we, we had good neighbors. You know, uh, the, the table sitting next to us, they had this, they, they were showing clips from their short films. There's a girl on the other side of us who was doing artwork, and then there was a couple across the aisle from us mm -hmm. who sold uh, basically taxidermied animal corpses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like they had a sculpture that was basically a half of a rat. Huh. Uh, you know, they had like skulls of different uh, variety of animals. They had just like full taxidermied with fur on it heads. Right. Uh, they also had a jar of uh, raccoon penis bones. Huh. Uh, wait, wait, what? Yeah, apparently huh. uh, raccoons have uh, bones in their penises. Huh. And they were selling those there for three fifty a piece. Wow. Uh, Jeez. And so, and then, you know, just, yeah, uh, just uh, preserved corpses of, of animals in jars and, uh, you know, just uh, all sorts of uh, horrifying oddities. Right. The yeah. kind of stuff that no one would want. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, 
uh, you know, after like three days of, of looking at this table, and they seemed like very nice, jovial people. Right. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wound up taking a picture of their booth uh, because uh, I sent it to my friend Amanda, and I said, "Hey, do you want me to pick you up a raccoon penis bone?" <laughs> While I'm out at the store. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you running low? That's right, right. And so she uh, responded back to me and said, uh, yeah, anything from that table would be great. <laughs> so you were joking uh-huh. when, you, when you emailed her, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I responded back to her, seriously? <laughs> and she said, well, I mean, you don't have to, but you know, if you have the time and the money, sure. And I said, anything from there. She's like, oh, yeah, maybe not the bone penis, but, you know, uh, <laughs> anything else. Wow. It's like, all right. So then, by just weird fucking circumstance, trying to decide whether I want to actually go spend money at the store for something <laughs> horrifying that I'm going to have to carry across state lines <laughs> and also bring into my brother's house. Right, right yeah. Uh, He's got kids there that are jacking off into their 20s. You don't don't need that. (laughs) So, and, you know, things, you know, filled with liquid that may break in my car or all of my stuff. Oh, like bat juice. Right, yeah. They they don't have, uh, you know, a box that I can put it in or anything like that. They just have a Ziploc bag. So, you know, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll think about that. Uh,. So again, by just weird, weird circumstance, the woman from that table comes over to our table and says, like, you guys, like, you can just, just draw, like, whatever, you know? And I was like, well, I guess, yeah, like, like, what are you looking for, you know? She's like, well, okay, when we signed up for the show, like, they asked for, like, our logo so that they could put on the website, and we don't have one. We, like, so we just sent them, like, a picture of, like, you know, one of our jars, and they, they just put that up in our name. And so, like, I really want a logo for, for, you know, our store. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) She's like, I mean, you know, like, I'd really like it if you could put the words on it, but, you know, picture is fine, just black and white. And, you know, know, I'll pay you whatever, you know. And I was like, "Uh, all right, so... uh, I was like, well, because, you know, I'm doing sketches there for $10. Right, because because I think I'm terrible, and I'm just again just trying to give people the best bargain. Yeah. <laughs> but then for this, I was like, well, since it's a commercial thing, you know, you're gonna you be using it to like promote yourself and sell yourself. And I may have to charge you a little extra, like fifteen bucks. And she just looks at me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna charge like a hundred. It's like no. <laughs> She's like, okay. And so she gets out of purse and throws a 20 down, and she's like, just keep the rest. And wow. Like, okay. And so, like, I sketched her out a logo. And, like, I, I got her approval since this is, like, you know, for a business thing. <laughs> right, like, right. You know, I was like, How, do, you, do you like this so far? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I finished drawing it, and I gave it to her. And she's like, this is amazing. And so <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I have a proposal for you now. And she's like, okay. She's like, all right. So you wanted you know, like your your the words you know associated with this, and so I took a couple pictures of this thing because I'm gonna put it on blog anyway. Uh, so what my deal is with you here? 
uh, since apparently you're willing to pay me so much. Uh, <laughs> I will, when I get home, I will recreate this, like, like an illustrator and, like, make it, like, an actual logo, and I'll even, like, put the words on it, because that's usually how I do it. Like, I can't hand-draw letters. Right. Uh, and I was like, so, and then I'll send you that, like, as a high-res image, and then you can use it for whatever you need it, you know, like, business cards, letterhead, whatever, you know, and you'll have that, and that's yours. <laughs> Would you be willing to do a trade for that? And she said, yes, anything on the table. Wow. And so I went and looked at the table. <laughs> and uh, couldn't really decide what I, my friend Amanda might like. <laughs> You're uh, a kid in the most horrifying candy store imaginable. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, at the same time, you know, because you know, I don't want to, you know, just take their merchandise either and so she's like well what do you think she would like i was like well i think she liked everything except for the raccoon penis bone <laughs> uh so i was like hey you know i was thinking about you know maybe like this because this mummified squirrel skull <laughs> that's uh, on a stand or maybe this bat in a jar and she's like we'll take both <laughs> and so right now in my house <laughs> on my living room table yeah. is a mummified scroll skull and a dead bat in a jar. <laughs> in the jar of liquid. In the jar of liquid. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, uh... <laughs> that's, that's at least a better explanation than I assumed. I assumed, <laughs> I assumed maybe, like, <laughs> Kurt had stopped drawing and he was just selling roadkill... To pay for his half of the table. <laughs> and you felt bad for him. Nope. Nope. Uh, that is, uh, you know, how when you always go to space, somebody always wants to trade. <laughs> right. Man, you definitely ended up with much better stuff than I usually trade for. <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting on the table, and I didn't even notice it, because I walked in, and I set my books down, like, inches from 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 the fucking skull and the bat corpse, and and you were like, check out the table. And I was like, oh, wow, look at that plastic glass with Kurt Denzard on it. And you're yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that fucking squirrel was staring at me the whole time we were watching Robot and Frank. Yeah, and the bat. And the bat. The, the bat was at least turned the other direction. Right, he but, was watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, but, but it is a perfectly preserved in some sort of chemical bat in a jar. And the jar's in a Ziploc. Yep. So it won't spill. Right. Did you put it in the Ziploc? Uh, no, they did. No. Uh, I guess that's what they did for all their uh, customers, because they had a pretty popular booth. Really? And that is where I saw Barry Bostwick. Really? Looking at their table. Did he purchase anything? I don't think he purchased anything, but he was there for quite a while. Maybe he's going to work out a trade, too. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like, okay. He's he going to reenact live <laughs> an episode of Spin City. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he would be like, you give me these seven items now, and then when I die, you get my corpse. And you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> They'll have like a one-of-a-kind Barry Bostwick in a giant jar on their table next year. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be, uh, that would be a get. Hopefully it's more than next year. Hopefully it's like yeah. years years away. Right, yeah. 20 years away. Well, we wish Barry Bostwick for this. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, oh, so have you told her? Uh, yeah. 
I, uh, I showed him, I, t- I took pictures of him and uh, sent him to her because uh, I wasn't sure if I was getting the right things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew for sure she wouldn't want the kitten in the jar. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Uh-huh. Man. Apparently, though, they don't take domesticated animals, so this was, I guess, something that somebody found on the road or something. Uh, okay. Like that. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's what they say. That's that, what they say. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they, they did have that, and... Uh, and, you're, and you're going into business with these people. Uh-huh. I, already done. <laughs> business is done. <laughs> wow. Can, can you tell us the name of the company? Uh, I can't remember the name of the company. <laughs> I have the business card, but it's... Okay. Yeah. okay. So you haven't done the logo yet? The uh, I haven't done the, the finished logo, mm-hmm. but I did draw. So what did you draw them? What kind of image was it? Uh, it's basically sort of like a ram's head in a jar, and there's like some bubbles to indicate that there's liquid in it. Yeah, okay, nice. It just looks nice. creepy and, and simple. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <coughs> and she loved it, yeah, so hey, that's all that matters. That's cool. Well, that does explain away the horrifying things I mentioned earlier that, that I saw in your apartment. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, and I got a... Well, um, fuck, I slept next to the bat last night, so, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Did your brother see it or anything? Uh, no, yeah. Yeah, so if you would have got pulled over by one of those incognito cop cars, <laughs> um, and they saw, like, the skull in your back seat, do you think they would have searched your whole car? They wouldn't have seen it anyway, so, yeah, yeah it was it was pretty well hidden in my box of stuff. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, and I did meet one celebrity oh, yeah? at the show, and because uh, because Kurt wasn't a was not like he wasn't willing, but uh, it just you know there's not a lot of opportunity to get the interviews anymore, I guess. Right. Uh, so Sunday when things were kind of slow, I actually got around and walked around for a bit, and uh, I went up. At one point, I saw that he was there. And I said, you know, if there's any person in this place that I would want to meet, or at least shake his hand, it'd be that guy. Uh, and so, you know, I got up and walked around the table around 3 o'clock or so, and then things were a little slow. And so I saw him, and he didn't really have a line or anything. I was like, I could just go walk right up to him and say hi. And you know what? Maybe I'll see if I can get one of those Kurt Dins type interviews with him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ask him one of the three dumb questions. All right. Uh, and so I went up and, uh, approached Zach Ward, uh, probably best known as the kid from, uh, the, the bully kid from, uh, Christmas Story. Oh, okay. Uh, he was also, uh, where I know him best from is, uh, as, uh, Christopher Titus's brother on the show Titus. Uh, okay. Uh, Dave. Wow. Uh, and so that's what I wanted to, to tell him, is that, uh, hey, you know, I love Titus, and I thought you were great on Titus. And so I approached him, and he was like, oh, hey, you know, he shook my hand. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, I think Titus was a great show, and, and you were great on it. He was like, I loved doing that show. I was like, that's awesome. And I was like, hey, so, like, I do this podcast, and like whenever we do one of these shows like we we tend to like you know meet a celebrity we just want to ask them like one of three really dumb questions and just get like a quick answer he's like can't do it (laughs) (laughs) 
He was like, tell you what, go on Facebook, find me, and then maybe we can Skype an interview. And I was like, okay. Huh. I was like, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> uh, and so I shook his hand again and said, good to meet you. He said, good to meet you. And we parted ways. And that was my uh, one celebrity encounter. Uh, my, my one direct celebrity encounter the entire show. That's, that's cool, though. Yeah. I do realize, though, that uh, one of those questions would have been uh, null and void with that guy. Oh? Uh, your first job? Because he's a child actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> well, you never know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he would have told you his first, like, other job. Yeah. And you think he's always been an actor, man? I mean, he was, I don't know about always, but, I mean, yeah. you know, if he did a movie when he was, like, eight or nine. I'm sure, years. like, when he was, like, 20, he had to... Like Hall of Freight or something, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I wonder, wonder why he couldn't do the interview. Was it like? Uh, a, I think he just didn't want to. I think wanna. maybe he thought it was just going to be like a long, in-depth thing. Right. Like, not like, what was your first car? Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Well, well, see, that's why we have to have Kurt do these things. Right. I bet he could have got that interview. I'm sure he could have. He's the he's the man on the street. Yeah, but at that point in time, he was already packing up to leave. Right. And he left early on Sunday and uh, left me there. And, uh, oh, really? I spread out, but uh, I think I sold one print after that point, but it was dying down anyway. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, other than seeing Barry Boswick and then uh, almost uh, accidentally tripping Danielle Harris, uh, you know, I didn't really... Who's uh, Danielle Harris? Uh, she was in uh, the... She was in one of the Halloween sequels, and then she was also in both of the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Oh, uh, okay. She was in Hatchet too, and I'm sure she's also been in other stuff. Mm. Those are like her three big things. She almost knocked her over. Uh, she, uh, after the show on Saturday, Kurt and I were about to go get some dinner, uh, but Kurt wanted to uh, call his family or something. What? And uh, so he was uh, on the phone with them uh, down the hall, and I was just trying to stay out of his way and not eavesdrop. And uh, so I just like, sat down on the floor like a like a pretty distance away and uh, there were these two girls standing outside the door smoking and uh like they came back in after a certain point but i was like had my feet out and uh you know i wasn't paying attention to these girls coming down the hall and i looked and i saw these two girls walking by so i pulled my feet in and you know so that i would not trip them right Uh, and one of them was uh daniel that's cool Sweet. Well, it sounds like a good time. It was very fun. Sounds like better than Cincinnati. Definitely better than Cincinnati, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the, the, the threat of snow was not looming throughout. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is never good on your long drives, right? Right, right. <clears throat> no, that's awesome. I'm glad you I'm glad yeah. you did well. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, the, Kurt and I actually recorded uh, something for, uh, for the show, so uh, I'll probably put that out uh, later this week. Okay, cool. Especially once I get all the stupid little things that we did at the table, right? Which they're just horrible and pointless. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's kind of our bread and butter over here. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, saw Pete Bell quite a few times. Oh, uh, Bell Bucking Comic. That's a local celebrity. That is a local celebrity. That is Joe Grunewald's nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I, but this is unbeknownst to Mr. Bell. Unbeknownst to yeah. Bell, yeah, yeah. But still, hilarious. Oh, was he, he was he, he was selling stuff. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full of uh, Walking Dead comics, from what I can tell. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No Walking Dead actors there? Uh, there were some. Yeah. Uh, three of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that plays Glenn and two others. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Again, like I saw the three celebrities, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see uh, the one guy from uh, Twin Peaks uh, a couple times. Oh, which guy? Uh, Dana Ashbrook. Uh, I don't know which I believe guy it is. The, at the time, he played the kid, like sort of the teenager. Bobby? Maybe. Was he one of the guys on Psych? Yes. Like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. On, on Psych, he had like, like white hair. Yeah, yeah hair. okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's probably Bobby. See, I, I don't know any of those characters. Like, and like most of those actors, I don't know their names. I just right. know them as those characters. Right, right. And like whenever I see them, I'm like, oh, it's Bobby from Twin Peaks. And yeah, yeah. I saw him briefly uh, twice. Uh, he was just walking around once, and then one time I saw him at his table, and I thought about because you're such a big Twin Peaks fan, maybe saying something. But I was like, yeah. It's weird. I was actually watching Twin Peaks, uh, like all this week because I I went to the library and I was like, I need something that I can listen to while I draw. That's not gonna distract me so i have to pay attention so i got i was like i've seen all these a million times so i've been watching re-watching i've watched like the first 20 episodes in the last week so. right uh, yeah, i guess sherilyn fenn was there for sure oh, well, uh, yeah. but i don't know about yeah i never saw her or anything all right yeah. uh yeah i mean it was a good time and then you know i spent an awkward six hours with my brother and his family on sunday night oh okay yeah uh, but I did get to watch uh, Breaking Bad uh, as it actually aired. Ooh, are you uh, caught up? No, I am caught up. Ooh, I'm so behind. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, <laughs> that's my fault. Oh, no, no, no. That's a, I didn't even think about it because we used to watch an episode every drawing night. Right. And uh, the last few drawing nights we haven't. And I like didn't think about it. And the other day I was looking like I was going to post my Breaking Bad portraits. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, we haven't we haven't been watching this. Yeah, uh, I did catch up with it uh, without you. Yeah, yeah, that's but, all right. That's all right. Totally willing to, to you know, to rewatch. Oh yeah, we'll have a a blast through or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was at my brother's house uh, last night after dinner, and uh, my sister in law was like trying to find something to watch, and she was like, "What do you usually watch?" I was like, "I really don't watch anything." You know, like, every time I watch something, it's Netflix or something that I've gotten through via means. <laughs> uh, From a guy in an alley. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so she was just flipping through channels, and she was like, oh, have you ever seen this Breaking Bad show? And I was like, yeah. She was like, I hear really good things, but I was like, it's pretty great. So she turned it on, and it was uh, the previous week's episode. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, which I had already actually seen by this point. And so she just started asking all sorts of questions about it as oh. it was happening. Oh, man. Which, just fine because I had already seen, had it. seen it. Right, right, right. So I was explaining who Walt and Hank and Jesse. Wow, I can't imagine watching one of these as your first episode. I uh, know it's super weird, uh, especially you know no spoilers after last night's new episode because came on right after that, and so she was mentally sort of prepared uh, right. for for you know an uninterrupted you know uh, episode. Uh, brand new, you know, uh, you know, with like one of the last four episodes yeah. of the show, and uh, after the events of last night, you know, uh, oh, Jesus really, fuck Breaking Bad. Oh man, I'm so excited now. <laughs> yeah, I think the last episode is like the 29th of this month yeah. or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, even though she has only seen two episodes, the last of the last five episodes <laughs> of the show entirely, yeah, right? With four years, you know, that she has never seen. That's so bizarre. Uh, she was like, I really like this show. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's the best show. It's one of the best, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah, maybe we can have a marathon sometime. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's, that's pretty much uh, you know, what I did. And then now, yeah, so today I left uh, this morning and uh, took a, uh, I took a, a side trip. Oh. Uh, the north side, actually. The northeast. Northeast side. I uh, left Indianapolis and I drove to Muncie, Indiana, oh. where comic book writer Mark Wade owns a comic shop. Oh wow! Uh, that he uh, at least recently made news that he had uh, purchased uh, part ownership of this bookstore, and uh, I thought, you know, Muncie is not entirely out of the way. Huh? I don't have anywhere to be. All right. Fucking go to that store. So I did. Right. He was he wasn't there though. No, no, he was not there. They do stock his stuff though. Oh yeah. They, they, uh, <laughs> well they are having a, I guess they moved from a previous location. Uh, and so they're having a grand reopening. Uh I think next weekend or the weekend after with uh him, Mike Norton and Art Baltazar. Oh cool. Because uh, I guess uh Art Baltazar partially owns a comic store in Illinois somewhere. And then I guess both he and Mark Wade cross-invested in each other's stores. Okay. So, like, they're now part owners of each other's comic shops, <coughs> huh. along with the people who actually own those comic shops. And operate them. Right, right. Yeah. right. Uh, but I went to this one, Alter Ego Comics in uh, Muncie, Indiana. That's cool. Uh, downtown Muncie, Indiana, which is a lot like downtown Fairborn. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it's like two blocks... It hasn't uh, been to Muncie. I don't remember their downtown. Uh, it's barely existed. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I saw Nine Inch Nails play there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I probably saw where they played. Cause There's the Ball, ball, ball State Arena something or something. Like yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I got there kind of early, so I just parked and then I started walking around uh, downtown Muncie. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually found a restaurant uh, and so I decided, hey, I'll grab a snack here. And uh, there's a good little restaurant called Two Johnny's. Two Johnny's. Yeah, had a, a Cuban sandwich and a bowl of uh, chicken dumplings. And then uh, after that, I went over to Alter Ego Comics and uh, looked around, and it is a very tiny store. Yeah. It is incredibly tiny. Really? Yeah. Is it cool, though? It's kind of cool. It's clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, uh, like, when you walk in, it's basically just, like, a, a very small room, a little bigger than the office we're in right now. Uh, they've got a, uh, they've got like uh, those uh, magazine racks, like right in the middle of the store. Right. Uh, on one side they have just trade paperbacks, and then on the other side they have uh, past week's comics. Okay. Uh, then they had a wall full of uh, Mark Wade, Mike Norton, and Art Baltazar comics. <laughs> um, then in the very very small corner, like where my uh, filing cabinet is over there. Uh, they had like uh, five boxes for dollar comics. Wow. Uh, then the two walls were aligned with uh, the new comics. And then uh, they had a small alcove right in front of the bathroom and right in front of the manager's <laughs> office where they had a bookshelf of half price books. Wow. Uh, but then they had a separate room. Uh, which had uh, two glass cases. Full of magic cards? No. <laughs> Did not see a single magic card yeah. or anything magic related. That's awesome. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of comic knickknacks. 
Right. Uh, but these two glass cases had like uh, one of them had like toys, uh, just uh, like like every Batman related vehicle was like on a shelf. Oh wow. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, some statues and stuff. For sale or just... Not for sale. Just, just for, for display. display. Like Wade's collection, probably? Probably. Yeah. I know he has a huge toy yeah, collection. Yeah. Uh, there was like a couch in there and then like a section for uh, like a kids' books. And they even have like toys out that kids can play with. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and then like you know, everything else in there was just trades. No, min- no mini comics? Uh, no mini comics that I saw. Um, but I wound up buying... Uh, a toy and about uh, a half price uh, trade paperback that uh, I'll well, probably wind up picking for the show. That's awesome. So that's cool. It's because I can't leave a comic shop without buying. Something. It's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Especially when I'm, you're the only person there. It's also such a small store, and like you know, just the guy behind the counter is just there right. watching you the right. entire time. Right. You know, I, I've honestly like since I quit my job, I was like, I'm gonna not buy stuff. And uh, in like the last month, because it's been about a month, the only thing I have bought other than gas and food is one comic book. Yeah. So I, I and I, it's because I went to a comic shop to sell stuff, and they paid me like forty five dollars for the stuff I sold them, and then so I was like, well, I can buy one comic while right. I'm here. You know? <clears throat> so yeah, it's like you can't get out of a comic shop without buying something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, came home from there, a little uh, out of the way, but not terribly out of the right. way. Right. Yeah. yeah. When else are you going to get to to check it out? Exactly, and yeah, like they told me that they were having that grand reopening, which I kind of knew about anyway. But uh, hey, if uh, you feel like a trip up to Muncie, uh, I think yeah, next weekend, weekend after their grand reopening, their grand reopening nice. with uh, Mark Wade and Mike Norton and uh, Hart Balthazar. That should be fun. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to fit that many people in, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, good luck to them. I have to. Clear out that one little box of half price trades. Right, yeah. Then they can all get in there. <laughs> <clears throat> well, speaking of comics, yeah. I've got one that I was hoping we could read. Okay. And it's not the one that I bought at that store because okay. that was just a single issue coming. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I've, I've had this for a while and I haven't read it. And there was a announcement of a new series involving this character and it just never happened. So I kind of wanted... I needed a fix because I've been thinking about it. So I dug out the uh, previous thing, and it is called Gru Hogs of Hoarder. Huh. <laughs> All right. Because uh, that, that came out a few years back. Right. But there was supposed to be a Gru series like a year or two ago. It never happened. Mm-hmm. Did the Gru Conan crossover ever that's, that's that one. one yeah, there. that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll read a Gru comic. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Grew, awesome. grew hogs of hoarder. Sweet. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's in there dangling by your dead bat. Dead bat in your rat skull or whatever. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to demean your collection. <laughs> I forgot you were a connoisseur of more finer tastes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody can get a rat skull. They're <laughs> they're everywhere. Right. <laughs> it's hard to catch a squirrel. Right. Oh yeah. You gotta, see them? They're fast. Oh yeah. They're like rats with giant tails that eat lots of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, sounds good, then. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next weekend. With Gru. With Gru. Goodbye. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.